Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Saturday Morning Rewind. For the safety of you and others, please make sure all hands, feet, and arms remain inside. And please, watch your children. And now, let the show begin. You're listening to Saturday Morning Rewind with your hosts, Tim and Gary. Grab a bowl of Lucky Charms, put on your hammer pants, slip on your power glove, and relive your childhood with a show dedicated to the love of animation. I am the terror that flaps in the night. Disney. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. And so much more. It's time for Saturday Morning Rewind. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Saturday Morning Rewind. I am your host, Tim Nadell. You can follow me on Twitter. Please do. It's at Saturday Rewind. And I am your co-host, Gary Lane. You can follow me on Twitter, at SMRGary. And I'm happy to announce that people started following me, and I finally surpassed 100 people, so I no longer need people to follow me. You belong at, like, the cool kids' table on Twitter now. Dude, I am. I'm, I'm sitting over there not saying anything on Twitter, and I don't know. No, still, still, please follow me. Um, I'm actually starting to utilize it a little bit more now that I'm getting some action on it. So Twitter is is interesting. I don't like it, but you have to have it. Right. So I use it every now and then. That's the reason why I don't get as many followers either, but it'd be nice. You know, if you guys start communicating with us over on Twitter, we'll definitely go on there all the time. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's it's hard to use something that no one ever, no one ever messages me on. So Aww. please do. Oh. Here, should I, should I play this music? Please follow Gary on Twitter. He needs followers. He's a good guy. I, I am. I am. I, okay. I had some exceptionally spicy popcorn <laughs> before I started recording this. That's why. I'm, oh, that's sorry. what it is. That's what it is. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. All right, so of course, you know, go to our website, SaturdayMorningRewind.com. And uh, subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher. That really helps us out. If you guys are only listening, you know, every now and then, you know, it shows that you're a fan if you subscribe to something and and be a part of this little fellowship, a little group of cartoon lovers. So to mean the world, if you did that, and also give us a positive iTunes rating. Yes, please do. So today's agenda is a little different. This is like a bonus episode. So we're going to be talking about our recent trip into Hollywood, California, where we were part of the Voice Actors Rock concert uh, benefit. Yes. Hopefully you guys were there. I know some of you were, ran into a few of you out there, and that was a great hanging out with you. So thanks so much for coming in and saying hi and even having dinner with one of you guys. That was so amazing. It's but, always nice to meet listeners. Yeah, it sure is. And hopefully, you know, hopefully this will be a recurring concert, I hope. Stars seem to be aligning a certain way. I won't say more than that. Mm-hmm. Should we just jump right into it, or no? Let's just no. Yeah, let's just wait around a little bit and All right. tease the crowd. Yeah. Okay. So you you flew in that Friday. I flew in I Saturday. Yep. So nothing really happened on Friday, right, for you? Nothing major. Um, pretty much our, our flight landed. Christy, uh, who hosted the Voice Actors Rock Charity event, Christy Sparrow. Hi, Christy. Uh, she was nice enough to pick me up from the airport, and then we drove down to Long Beach to pick up her husband, Kevin. Hi, Kevin. Uh, hopefully he <laughs> listens to the podcast now. <laughs> and uh, then we pretty much just drove around and got supplies, and, and that was pretty much Friday. And then I flew in Saturday morning, and she was not gracious enough to pick me up. Thank you so much, Christy, for that. 
<laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You guys are super busy. I'm glad you guys didn't pick me up. Yeah. And uh, my good friend Garrison, who I've mentioned a few times on the podcast, he did pick me up and we had lunch at a faux show. Yeah. <laughs> it was really good. Um, went to the mall and uh, then finally met up with uh, Jason from DAF Radio there at the mall. Yeah. And then he and Garrison joined us at the house that we were staying at. Yes. Airbnb. We should have had them sponsor this episode. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was a pretty cool little Airbnb that we stayed at. Yeah, no, it was amazing. Except for the showers. The shower was kind of weird. The shower was weird. I actually, I felt like I was such a weirdo, but I actually like filmed um, just like what the bathroom looked like just because it really freaked me out. That's uh, a, the shower like that and everything. That's a little weird, um, but that's all right. It's a little weird, but I do that sometimes. One time I was so amused by a sink in a bathroom, I, I was I was like recording how the water flows out and someone walked into the bathroom and that was an awkward explanation. <laughs> if I find things that interest me, I film them because I don't want to forget that weird thing that happened to me once. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, the, the shower was, I mean, it's one of those, you know, where the room was pretty much a whole shower kind of a, th- a deal. Yeah. But would it, it would have been fine if it was in the corner, but it was like in the middle and he had to walk through the shower to go to the sink. Yeah, it was very, very unusual. Just a freestanding nozzle. And pretty much once you finish showering everywhere you walked in there, the floor was wet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the cool thing was, you know, we're both tall. I don't know about you, but I don't fit most showers and I have to bend yep. over to wash my head. Yep. So it's kind of right nice here. to be able to stand up straight. I, I completely agree. So then, yeah, Saturday we just hung out, just, you know, pretty much just got a lot of stuff together getting ready for the concert and just had a lot of fun, honestly, with Kevin and, and uh, Christy and Garrison. And Jason was there for a little bit, but he ended up leaving. And then uh, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff showed up. Yep. And and we went to In-N-Out Burger. Hi, In-N-Out Burger. Hello, um, hello. I miss you. <laughs> Come back. It's it pretty good. My first, well, my, my second experience, but... My first like real dine-in experience, and I have to say it was it was pretty enjoyable. Yeah, the second time was better for you, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, company was great. Well, that's and... because I was there to tell you what to order. Right. You don't get their fries without animal style because their yeah. fries are pretty nasty by themselves. Yeah, they weren't terribly good. Yeah, it's just like the just mushy. But if you get mush on with cheese and and you know the special <laughs> sauce, it's really good. Just eat it with yeah. fork. Yeah. And then, let's see, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That was a busy day. That was definitely a busy day. I think we were at the venue for maybe 13 hours? Yes, I think it was 13 and a half. Wow. Because uh, it was 11, no, we got there at 1.30, and we left at 2 a.m. Yeah, we didn't get, and we <laughs> ate afterwards, and we get home to about almost 4 a.m. Yeah, yeah, which for me for was, was like, 7 a.m. Yeah. That's normally when I'm waking <laughs> up. <laughs> Yeah, for me, it's 5 a.m., so and that's normally when I get up. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, I, you know, I didn't touch a sip of alcohol this whole trip, but I felt like I was kind of drunk the entire time. Yeah. Uh, just because it was so, but like good drunk, not like nauseous drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I was just kind of soaring on cloud number nine for a lot of the time. And, and for me, like I have a hard time sleeping in strange environments um, or just in different environments. So the first couple of days I was functioning on maybe like 11 hours of sleep total mm-hmm. between the first three days, I think. <laughs> and uh, so by the time the concert ended, I could barely form words. <laughs> <laughs> but the cool and thing Garrison was there just to sort of play along uh, and pester me even more, I think. That's what he's there for. <laughs> I should have warned you about that. Yeah. The cool thing was since we were so early for at the venue we were able to see every single band every single performer do sound check so it's almost yeah. like a private little show just for us you recorded some video 
I did I do some live videos. You guys can check that out on our Facebook page. It's still up there. Yeah. Facebook Live, first first real exposure to that. Yeah, man. I should have Facebook Live the bathroom of the Airbnb. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what were you thinking? Oh, clearly I wasn't. No. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, let's go to the let's go to the event. So finally it started, what was it, seven PM? Yeah. Carlos Ellis Rocky, he was the host. If you don't know who he is, you're crazy. Um he was one of the leads on Reno nine one one. And right. he is Rocco from Rocker's Modern Life. So I I, I, re, I was able to record the whole the whole concert. I was actually I was only recorder allowed in the venue because they were um, searching everybody, and since we were helping out, they tagged my recorder and I was able to record everything. Yes. So this is gonna be the best audio you have because there's a lot of cell phone footage of it, but cell phones don't sound that great usually. So as of right now, this would be the best audio you're going to hear. And so it's a kind of, ex- it actually, it is exclusive to our podcast because it's my recorder. Yep. So here is Carlos when he was just starting out. I'm your host, Carlos Ellis Rocky. I'll be here all night telling you to pick up some merchandise. All proceeds go to VH1 Save the uh, Music Foundation. Don't forget, if you're tweeting and social media-ing, hashtag voice actors rock. That way the word gets spread out. And uh, I'll be here to do some stuff later on. Uh, I promise you I will sing... Um, Bernie Sanders singing Colin Hay. <laughs> Rocco and Mike Wazowski singing I'm a Creep by Radiohead. And Mr. Crocker singing A Little Bit of Comfortably Numb by Pink Floyd. That is coming. But without further ado, I don't practice Santeria. Are you guys ready to rock and roll? Are you guys ready to rock and roll? Let's get this shit game started. I'll be back uh, and do my little thing. Again, thank you for coming to Voice Actors Rock. Voice teacher, 20 year VH1 Save Music Foundation. Here we go with our first fabulous band of the night made up of huge talent on drums, ladies and gentlemen. Actually, I'm gonna go, I'm skipping it. Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, Jim Cummings. Uh, on the guitar, Stevie, you idiot. Mr. Billy West, Grand Stimpy, everything in the world, Futurama. Gumdrop McStuffins, Robbie Rest, Jimmy Neutron, Debbie Derryberry, and our new fabulous musicians Ian Hall and Jerry Fisher on keyboards and bass. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the musical silence of the Tasmanian! That Debbie Dareberry, she has a voice on her, doesn't she? She sure does. I was I was kind of surprised by. I mean, I knew one of the first things I ever learned about Jim Cummings was that he played drums, but I've never been able to hear him in anything. Yeah. You know, in most interviews, he's got those drumsticks with him. <laughs> uh, so it was nice to actually finally be able to hear him play drums and see him at that. Yeah, no, it was great. Um, my angle, I wasn't able really to see him. I was I was front. And, and almost, not really center, as front right. But he was in the dark. That was my only complaint was that he, he didn't have a spotlight on him. I know. He should have. Uh, I, I kind of I felt that same way. I saw, like, sort of shadow movement in the back, but that yeah. was about the best oh, I ever it was, got. It was so there. good, though. As you heard Carlos say, this is the Tasmaniacs, Debbie Derryberry from a Jimmy Neutron. Uh, Robbie Rist, he was the voice of Michelangelo on the early 90s Turtles 
live action movies. Yep. And uh, Billy uh, West. First one, I think. I think he did the second one as well. You might have. I think he did. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna go with it. I think he did. The, I think I think he even did the third one. Oh really? I, I'm I'm just saying though. I could be right. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Billy Fair. West was in there. Of course, you know him. Futurama. Everything you know. Doug. A lot of Nickelodeon shows. Yeah, and of course, of Jim Cummings, which I, I think I've heard of him too. I'm not yeah. sure though. It's incredible seeing them perform together. Yeah, and I recorded another one of their songs. Here it is right here. That was Robbie, right? I don't know. At times it sounds like Jim. It sounds like Jim, but I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, that was Robbie. I was thinking the same thing. I was sitting there arguing with myself in my head, hoping you yeah. would know. No, I'm pretty positive it was, but it sounds a lot like Jim in a lot of spots too. Yeah. But I'm pretty pretty positive that was Robbie. I think I remember him having a lot of fun with that one. Yeah. And this next one here is actually Billy West singing. Only Unfortunately, I don't think his mic was turned up loud enough. No, it wasn't. And so you don't hear him as clearly as you should, but you can still hear some Fry going on back there. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, it's, yeah, Fry Orbison. Um, <laughs> if, uh, so you were sort of helping out with the merch booth mm-hmm. and recording the audio from the uh, from the gig and sort of running around doing odd jobs here and there, but I primarily wound up stuck uh, checking the VIP uh, badges for the most part. So I had a pretty good view of the stage, but I missed a lot of the sets because I was, yes, um, true. you know, checking with people, making sure uh, that they were in fact, especially the, the Tasmaniac set. So I'm glad you got audio from that. The later sets I was able to pay a little more attention to once people got settled. Yeah. I didn't think about that because honestly I didn't help too much with merch. I was only there if Kevin had to take a bathroom break. Right. And when he did that one time and I sold one item. <laughs> so the rest of the time I was, well, the first before the show started, I was back and forth upstairs and downstairs quite a bit because we had a lot of uh, problems with the VIP packages. Yeah, that was awful. So I think I was upstairs like 10 different times looking for Christy, looking for other stuff. Yeah, I mean, first time first time doing something like this, you know, you, you sort of learn by trial and error. Um, and I, I say it's awful, but it was actually ran relatively smoothly. It's just for like that 30-minute time period, there was just a little mm-hmm. bit too much confusion going on. Yeah, for the but, first time, you know, for a first Christy, event, yeah. this is amazing. She pulled it out, man. She she did a great job throwing this whole thing together. 
So that was the first set. That was the Tasmaniacs. Um, let's talk a little bit about the audience. Who were some of the people that we saw? Who were the, some people that we met? Stuff like that. Well, we met quite a few people. S- several that I can't really even <laughs> remember the name of. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to say, but yeah. there was a lot of, you know, famous folks there too, um, including Maurice Lamarche and uh, Townsend Coleman and um, uh, blah blah blah. Tress McNeil. How mm-hmm. could I forget Tress McNeil? That was that was bad of me. Um, there's a whole lot of people just kind of hanging out downstairs, which is what I was shocked about because the VIP was where all the, you know, more popular famous people were supposed yeah. to go. Did you get a chance to talk to Maurice? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Super, super nice guy. He really was. And whenever we first met, he, he looked at me and said, we've met before, haven't we? And I went, Oh really? Oh, <laughs> cause I don't get starstruck, but I get starstruck if they remember me. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> I didn't really know how to respond to that. I said, yeah, awesome con a couple years ago. And maybe he was being nice, but I don't know. Maybe it was the fact that I wasn't nervous around him. I don't, yeah, know. I don't know. Yeah, he was super nice. Uh, Bobcat Goldthwait, he was there. We both, yep. we both talked to him. Yeah, he came in, and I saw that he was sort of getting swarmed by people. So I ran over to him, and I'm like, you want to go upstairs? And I was upstairs. So you talked to him first. I was upstairs when he went upstairs in the VAP section, and... Uh, yeah. He was looking kind of confused, looking for somebody, which ended up being Tom Kenny because they're really close best friends. So I go over to him, and uh, he he introduces himself to me. He's like, "Yeah, I know who you are, Bobcat." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, super super nice guy. That happened to me. Um, Steve Bloom uh, came walking uh, up to the VIP area. He's like, "Hi, I'm Steve," and reached out to shake my hand. I'm like, "Dude, I know who you are." Yeah. It's I recognize your face anywhere, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's funny. I mean, I guess probably 90% of the time people don't know who they are by face, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And a uh, friend of the show, Bill cop, he was there. Eek the cat. Yeah, Bill. He was very nice. So it was great to finally see him. And uh, I mean, a ton of people were there. Steven universe was there. Uh, Ash yeah. from, uh, I'm, I'm naming their cartoon names. now. <laughs> <laughs> Ash Taylor, from Pokemon. Yeah. She was there. Um, so many people that I, didn't see too because i was in the corner mm-hmm. and uh, i guess you would have seen more of them since you're checking vip passes yeah veronica was very nice she uh she wound up standing kind of near me so i got to talk to her for just a little bit a few few words here and there and she was she was very sweet and seemed to be having a great time which um you know that's kind of what makes it all worth it right whenever you see people having fun at this event i mean it was a lot of work for us and i don't know a thousand times that much work for christy so yeah it's great to see that people really enjoyed the the uh, concert. Exactly. So this next clip is um, Rocco singing "Creep" from Radiohead. <laughs> this was great. Um, when you were here before, I could look you in the eye. You're just like an angel. Your skin makes me cry. You float like a feather in a beautiful world. I wish I was special, like Billy West. And I cut it off there before it got a little um, too racy for the younger viewers. Yeah. <laughs> so the next we have the very talented E.G. Daly singing. And I was, I mean, I've heard her sing. She was on The Voice, of course. I heard her there. I've heard right. her sing before, but I was still blown away with her voice. And also blown away that it sounds a lot like Tommy Pixel, Pickle singing also. I know. Isn't that f- <laughs> it's funny. And- um. Yeah, she she was she was nice. I didn't get much of a chance to talk to her, but 
I did. I, I think I was more starstruck with her than anybody else, maybe. I think I was too. And I don't know if it's just because I don't quite know how to approach female voice actors because <laughs> I don't want to come off as creepy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I spoke to her and I showed her where she needed to go and yeah. took her upstairs. But yeah, I spoke I to her too, yeah. A whole lot more than that to say. Same with Debbie, you know, very sweet. I just didn't want to come off as weird or anything. But my thing was I had a limit to how many people I wanted to kind of approach and talk to. Yeah. Because I didn't want to be that guy. Right. And right. I think I, I reached my quota with uh-huh. the three or four that I that I really spent time with, other than the people I've interviewed. Like, I've, I talked to uh, Tom Kenny for at least 20 minutes because yeah. he's been on the show twice. He knew who I was and all that kind of stuff. I talked to Jim for a little bit, talked to Jess quite a bit. Actually, mm-hmm. him and I went in the photo booth upstairs and took a little photo booth session together. He got a kick out of that. <laughs> and that's on yeah, our Facebook page and Twitter page right now. Yeah, I'm looking at the picture right now on your Skype. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, that was, that was amazing. As soon as I saw that photo, I was like, yep, Jess and I right there. <laughs> yeah. I unfortunately didn't get to talk to him very much. Oh, really? At all. Well, yeah. I talked to him for at least 15, maybe 20 minutes. I've, I've talked to him in the past and I, I didn't really know. Well, I just wound up getting busy and I, I wasn't able to really go up where he was very much because, you know, he's kind of the, the rock star celebrity. Yeah. yeah. So. He's not down on the floor too much. <laughs> no, and that's why I had to steal them right away when I saw the photo booth. I was like, you know, it's going to get way too busy upstairs to do a photo session. Yeah, yeah. Well, you were thinking ahead. I was. Uh, way ahead. That was like five hours before the show started. <laughs> right, right. But Jess is super nice. Super, super nice. And Chuck, too. Yeah, Chuck, yeah. Chuck Duran. He was, you know, he's the in Rock Sugar as well. An amazing, amazing guy. And we can't really say thank you without saying thanks to Jeff Zanini because he's one of the people who helped really throw this thing together. So thanks, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, everybody. I'm going to yes. thank everybody over and over again on this episode. So thank I you know. guys for everything such you a, did. Such a great experience. So here is a little bit of EG Daily. Are you ready for EG Daily? I know, I know. And and the very beginning where she comes out and her voice sort of squeaks, I'm not sure if she was just talking as her or if she was doing a Tommy Pickles thing. That, that was Tommy. That was 100% Tommy. Yeah, that's 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 so great. And uh, this next one, I think maybe my favorite that she's saying. I don't know, it's close. The next one after that's pretty good too, but here's a little bit of that one. My 
kind of funny we, we kept joking about like doing a, a raspy voice concert tour it's right we were yeah yeah she'd be the perfect female to fit <laughs> yes <in> the <laughs> yeah we were teasing with christy because I, I love the raspy voice you know like a mellow raspy voice like brian adams or don henley or, or richard yep. marks and we were talking about making a, a tour of just raspy voices <laughs> bring her on man yes oh yes okay <laughs> see that's a that song was great and i think it's tied for my favorite one of hers with this song here She closed her set out with this right here. How old are you now? I'm three. This didn't age at all. This no. Oh, cool. Uh, well, you better watch your bottle. I don't know where you put it, but somebody could spike your drink here. Oh, spike. Yeah, that's spike. I have a doctor spike. Spike. <laughs> what are you doing here? I want to sing to you. Well, tell me what you want to sing. Pirate Spike. Yeah, some good old Tommy Pickles. Oh yeah, that was that was great to see her break that out. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad a lot of them did that um, because I know it was mainly just to hear them sing. Because a lot of, all these people here have CDs. You know, I don't know if that Tasmaniacs ever did anything honestly, but um, no. everybody else has CDs you can go buy, and that's mm-hmm. kind of what Christy was going for was you know art voiceover artists that also have another career in music. Yep. So I'm glad that some of them came out and did the voices for, you know, fans like myself who don't know their music. Yeah, I, I loved EG's stuff in the 80s and, and uh, to get sort of an acoustic and intimate uh, non-80s sounding set was was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it was just so short. Uh, she only got she got the shortest set list of all of them. I, I remember three songs. I think you played literally every song she played. I think so. <laughs> I think I recorded everything. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. But it was it was it was good. Short was, but sweet. Yeah. But she was actually I guess it was this past weekend she was coming back no, to right. a go go yep. to perform a full set with her band. So. Yeah, I would love to go see that. Yeah, definitely. 
So next up was Troy Baker. He's the one I actually didn't know too much about because he does a lot of video games. Mm-hmm. And uh, come to find out, I loved almost all of his games, the ones I have played at least. Like <laughs> the one that comes to mind, he was Booker on um, on uh, Bioshock Infinite, and I was obsessed with that game. Mm. So he was the lead character in that. And upcoming, he's doing a Telltale game. He's being Bruce Wayne and Batman. And I love cool. Telltale, so I know I'll play that game. Yeah, the only thing I really knew about him was that he was Batman in the Lego Batman games mm-hmm. and uh, that he was apparently super dreamy. That's what everybody was saying. And we yeah. saw that firsthand and he's dreamy and <laughs> yep. And, and his, quite talented. His too. voice is amazing, man. This is, here's a little bit of Troy. was just so super talented why are they talented and good looking and they're like talented in multiple areas and it's just so annoying i know i know i mean uh i i know i know the struggle though you know i've got that going on <laughs> yeah of course you do <laughs> being an incredibly good looking and 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 talented in mm-hmm. so many different instruments yeah it's just a shame nobody knows who i am <laughs> <laughs> i only have 100 twitter followers <laughs> yeah here here we go yeah, no. Nah. Anyways, it was it was great seeing Troy because uh, Christy actually turned me on to his album, and I listened to it quite a few times before the show. And I was hoping he'd be selling it there, but yeah, unfortunately not. I think only Rock Sugar and EG were selling their CDs there. Yep, yep. But uh, and uh, yeah, he he was as dreamy as they say. Met his wife; she was she was quite dreamy too. So. <laughs> If they haven't already, I'm sure they're going to have dreamy children, and they'll probably be super talented, too. And he was tall, so, too, so he's, he's dreamy, tall, he can sing, he can act. God, it's like looking into a mirror. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, like a, a, a funhouse mirror where it completely distorts my <laughs> reflection. <laughs> so he closed his set with, okay, this song, I've always loved this song, and his yeah. version of the song, it was just simply amazing, and I'm probably going to get goosebumps as I play it right now.
here. Don't freak out, but Saturday Morning Rewind will be right back. After a quick word from their sponsor. Oh, and don't forget to fly over to their site at SaturdayMorningRewind.com Saturday Morning Rewind with Tim Nidell is an independent podcast ran solely off of generous donations by listeners just like you. A lot goes into running a podcast, so if you want to continue hearing SMR and would like to get involved, please visit SaturdayMorningRewind.com and check out their Patreon campaign. With a small monthly donation, you'll get the opportunity to get involved and even hear your name on the show. Here's Tim to tell you more about it. Hey guys, Tim here. I just want to give a quick shout out to our $10 or more patrons for this month. So thank you so much to the Hunnic Outcast Podcast, CPR Unplugged with Tommy Waters, The Blake and Sal Show, and Jared Tolbert. If you want to hear your name here or donate in any other way, please go to our website, SaturdayMorningRewind.com, and check out our Patreon page. On behalf of all of us, we thank you, and we hope you enjoy the rest of the show. Well, back to the show. Guys! Oh, guys! Guys Aroni! Tim! Gary! Guys! So, next up, we have the one and only Tom Kenny. SpongeBob himself takes stage with his band. What's his band name called again? Tom Kenny and the High Seas. I knew you'd remember that. I'm horrible with names, so thank you for remembering. Well, and I love High Seas, so. It's true. You do like High Seas. <laughs> <laughs> but Tom Kenny, one of the nicest guys I've ever met, honestly. Yeah. Because, I mean, he was talking to me like, you know, he had nothing nothing else to do. It's like I told you. Like, I, I've, I've never met him in person. And um, whenever he walked in the room, it was like a movie, just like, the camera panned towards the door where he walked in and just like zoomed in on him. It was like tractor beam pretty much for just all it the was, attention in the room. It was funny because the, the whole room was dark. We were doing soundtrack. The whole room was kind of dark. And yeah. outside it was all sunny out. So the door does kind of open up and the sun's like glaring through. And then here comes this, you know, tall, you know, skinny guy wearing the fedora hat or whatever he was wearing. And you're right. It just seemed like a, it seemed like everything just slowed down. Yep, and I went, oh my, oh my goodness, Elvis Costello's here. And then I went, oh, it's, it's Tom Kenny. <laughs> it's, it's better than Elvis Costello. Yeah. <laughs> His teeth are way better. <laughs> um, so Tom takes the stage, and this is honestly when the crowd, I mean, the crowd's already into it, into everybody yeah. playing, but this is when they went crazy. You might have heard him on uh, Adventure Time as the Ice King. <laughs> the mayor and the narrator on Powerpuff Girls. As Heifer from that little cartoon, Rocko's Modern Life. And as that little wee of the sea creature, SpongeBob, we take you now, Mississippi. 
the energy that guy has on stage is just amazing. I don't know how he does it. I mean, you know, he's he's probably been on his feet for as long as any one of us, and he just goes upstairs <laughs> and and then just comes and he just flew in from uh, Chicago, right. I think that morning, so, yeah, that afternoon, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah, he 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 pretty much landed and came straight to the venue, to, to my understanding, and you know, he's walking around talking to everybody, and then goes upstairs, puts on his uh, hat and red jacket and comes back downstairs and he's completely alive yep here's one more song Then, of course, he ends his set with this epic song. He really did. Uh, yeah, that, that was pretty much the whole event, like in a in a nutshell for me. <laughs> <laughs> I was so happy at that point because uh, I've always loved that song, and 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 that was actually the first time that I saw him go into SpongeBob. That's true, because he'd just been Tom prior to that. So, uh, I, and I have to tell you, like I had a bouncer who was like, you know, kicking people out <laughs> if if I told them to, because you know I was just checking arm badges. I wasn't prepared to throw anyone out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And this dude, he was stern and grim and like he just seemed like he hated everything that was going on. But as soon as SpongeBob, yeah, as soon as Tom started singing a SpongeBob, I heard laughter coming from behind me. <laughs> nice. And I turn around and this guy is almost falling off the stairs and, and laughter, just so happy. <laughs> and that's gotta say something for for the power of, of that character. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> And then, of course, our headliner of the evening was Rock Sugar featuring Jess Harnell from Animaniacs and Chuck Duran. Yes. So this is them coming out.
So Jess told me before he went on stage that he was kind of nervous about performing that night. Really? Because he's told all his peers that he's in a band, but none of them have really ever heard him or seen him in the band. <laughs> so there he was like performing in front of like 75% peers, all other voice actors. And so he told me he's a little nervous and I, I couldn't tell. It was great. No, I know. He, he pretty much just turned the switch on and he was rock star mode. Rock star mode. That's it. I so, wonder how many cowboy hats he has. Yeah, because he walks in with like, the white one at first. Yeah. And and like it's all decked out in his white outfit, white cowboy hat, white jacket. And I thought, oh, he's because he also did sound check in a different, different outfit too. I know. So I thought, okay, he's going to wear that white outfit for the show. But nope, he changed to different hat, different costume. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people in his field like want to go unrecognized but i don't think he's one of them no <laughs> here's one more okay so for the, those of you who don't really know about rock sugar um they're a band that takes a riff from a heavy metal song from the 80s and then they spin it and they do lyrics from a soft rock song from mm-hmm. the 80s and yep. sometimes early 90s so that's that's their thing so you'll hear and you know they did metallica enter salmon and they did journey so yep. and it sounds amazing. The story is that they were a rock band who was stranded on an island in the '80s with nothing but, uh, with nothing but a girl's record vi- vinyl collection to listen to. So is he calling me a girl? You? Yeah. Um, possibly. Because I, I have that on vinyl. <laughs> so here's oh. an, here's another song that they did. didn't hear you singing tim i was holding the recorder i don't want to sing i can't (laughs) sing all right man shut up (laughs) yeah i wasn't either um i was trying to give off the stern impression that i did i I shan't be messed with (laughs) so until they did uh acdc and madonna and uh, uh, yes i forget the next (laughs) song that i recorded but here's the next one
So if you remember the interview that I did with Jess a few weeks ago, he mentioned that they might perform a new song. Yep. And that some of the band members were kind of nervous about it because it was a new song. Yep. So I'm pretty positive they sang it. I think so, too. And it was their second to last song they did, and it was pretty crazy. Pretty, I loved it. it was, so he told me in the interview it was a 90s song. It's mm-hmm. not even a 90s song, is it? That's a 2000 song, right? Yeah. Yeah. Relatively early, though, I guess. Yeah, I think it was maybe 2003, 2004 that yeah. this song came out. And here is the, one of the last songs they sang. How many people who like Led Zeppelin? Do we have any people who like Heart? Okay, well, if I say Led Zeppelin and Heart, obviously the next thing you're going to expect is Kelly Clarkson. So this is one of my favorite songs, dude. I name all these songs. This one is called Since Your Immigrant's Been a Barracuda. And for those keeping score, that really loud squeal that you heard whenever he said Kelly Clarkson, that was me. Was it really? Nope. <laughs> okay. It was the guy behind was, you. It was the bouncer behind you. Yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> I was actually more confused whenever he said that because I'm like, I don't remember this song on the CD. Oh, see, no. As soon as he announced that it was a different song that I knew it was the one he told me about. Yeah, yeah. It was very cool, though. And then he closes it's so off. seamless. Yeah, no, I mean, who knew these songs go together? I mean, they do. They go together, and only Jess could do it. Yep. And probably Check, too. Yep. And then you close off the set with calling upon other voice actors to go on stage and craziness. Uh, you know, Tom was on stage. And who else was on stage? Tom and Carlos and uh, Katie Lee went up there. Mm, Veronica yeah. Taylor was up there. Uh, the kid who plays Steven Universe, whose name I cannot remember right now. Zach. Zach, yes. Zach Callison. He was up there. And more? Our pal, <laughs> our, our pal Jeff was up there. 
yeah, Jeff was up there, and uh, just a whole bunch of pretty much everybody who was still left. But it was it was pretty late, so a yeah, lot a lot of them because it was had filtered out. It was midnight at this point. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of them were gone. I, I think Jim was gone because mm-hmm. I didn't see him after that. Mm-mm. So yeah, so that that concluded the show, and it was epic. You guys should have been there. Yeah. But now you know if this happens again, you need to get your, you need to get your tickets as soon as possible because this truly is it goes down as my third favorite concert of all time and I've been to a ton of concerts. Yep, it was amazing. And then after that we go to Disneyland, but we're not going to talk about that because it's Disneyland. I know. I mean, you've heard us talk about Disneyland before, right? Yeah. It's about the same it, old stuff, but it was crazy. It was good. Christy came with us and it was fun. Yeah, it really was. It was um rode all the all the rides. I got to mostly round out all the rides in Disneyland. There's still, I think, two that I'm missing. But Yeah, you need to go in Autopia, Nemo. One of these days. Um, Casey Jr., you didn't go in that. Oh, no, I didn't. Storybook, book Canal Boats. We did that last time. Did we? Yeah. Okay. It was very sweet. I, I, it was very sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone so many times, I forget what I ride with who. Yeah, I know. I, I completely understand. Um. And to this day, I've only gone with you, so... That's true. I, I, this mind doesn't forget. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so before we conclude this episode, I just want to give a quick shout-out, and thank you so much, you know, uh, Christy and Kevin Sproul. Thank you for everything. Voice Chasers is amazing, and this was a huge success, I think. It's phenomenal what she put together. Whenever she told me, probably about this time last year, she sort of told me on... Uh, in a private message that she had this idea of fusing the two things she loves, music and voice acting together. And I thought, man, that sounds like a cool idea. I'll bet she'll get like one or two people. Yeah. And then she pulls this off. And especially with the Tasmaniacs, the sheer amount of talent in that one band. I know. (sighs) So good. Kudos to you, Christy. Yes. Thank you so much for everything. And a quick shout out to everybody we met. You know, uh, we forgot to mention we hung out with Katie Lee and and Vinny, her her husband, which is they're always great to hang out with. So it's fun to see them. You know, Kat, who we worked with and Jeff, who we worked with and uh, Bill, Bill Cop, it's good to see you. Um, Tim. Yeah. Oh, Bridget. Yeah. Bridget was amazing. Um, Tim. Epic seeing you there. Yeah. All the way from Belgium. I know. Who else am I going to miss? Some people, and they're going to be super mad. I know they are. <laughs> uh, Chris. Yes, Chris. Who, who joined us in yes. the Yes. Uh, Garrison, um, of course, and... Uh, uh, Christy's parents. <laughs> mm-hmm, Christy's parents, yeah. Because I'm, I'm, I'm sure they're going to listen. Um, oh, I, I, uh, Carlos. Carlos, I was yes. Rocky. Thank you so much for your time talking with me, and he will be on the show very soon because I'm going to be interviewing him on Thursday. Very cool. And I'm super excited because I've been trying to get him on the show for multiple years, and I'm a big fan of his work. Yeah, super nice guy. Oh, yeah, for sure. But anyways, until next time, we will see you next time. That's it. That see, you no next time. see you next time. See you next time. Next time, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Saturday Morning Rewind. Please check him out on Facebook and Twitter. And that's all, folks. Thank you.